Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Warning. The program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material. This is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... The one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom. Is my microphone on? Hello, hello, hello. We're laughing because uh, we just discovered that Damien does not know how to take selfies. He is uh, selfie uh, handicapped, let's say. You wouldn't either. You're being... It's it's hard to take a picture with someone who's six foot six when you're a normal size human. Try getting a selfie with, like, Joan Crawford. That's what it was like, JB. Oh, I'm I'm Joan Crawford? Yes. All right. Well, welcome back to the Adam Sank Show, everyone. We're not live, but this is a brand new episode. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern, Saturday, February 12th in the year 2022 at dnrstudios.com and the DNR Cast app, the only place you can hear this podcast throughout the week that it first airs. If you listen anywhere else, leave us your ratings and reviews. Apple Podcasts is the best place to do that. Email me, me, at adamantadamsank.com. Like the Adam Sank Show Facebook page, we finally, after many years, have surpassed 4,000 followers. I would like it to be 10,000, so please get on that. that. Thank you, JB. Download the comedy albums, get your ass merch at adamsank.com, and remember, you can call us anytime you want and leave a voicemail. It's 804-TALK-ASS. And if you refuse to get vaccinated, please pay a visit to Mar-a-Lago. Thank you. Our guest today is, um, you know, we've had reality show people on before, but this is the first time we've had someone from America's Next Top Model. He is Marvin Cortez, a very beautiful and openly bisexual model who was the first runner-up on season 20 of America's Next Top Model. He could be my next top model. Okay. Emphasis on top. (laughs) You're not wrong. Um, So we'll be talking to him, but first I need to officially welcome back for the second week in a row, and also the last time, guest co-host, Damien Kay. Non-British. Not British, Damien Kay. My not British Australian. Actually, actually, it's only in America that people call me Damien. I'm either Damo or DK, or my parents call me Dame. I like Dame because it reminds me of Dame Judi Dench. Wait, who's calling you DK? Um, for, uh, like... Friends, friends from Australia. Okay, that's hilarious. Because now I'm thinking of Donkey Kong, <laughs> or, or or you know, Big Dingling. I know. think it's just Big an, Dingling. Yeah. Yes, no, that, I it's... think it's an abbreviation for Dick. <laughs> Ass over to the shade. Anyway, Damien, welcome back. Uh, welcome back, Thank JB. Uh, we're still recovering from last week's episode, which actually turned out great, except for that one moment when the guest dropped out. I don't know what happened. I. Yeah, I, it wasn't. You didn't. You weren't doing anything. Yes. You were sitting perfectly motionless. Yes. Nothing, so I don't blame you. Nothing happened. And I don't think it was his fault either. I think yeah. we just lost the connection. But we got him right back. It was a great episode. This one's going to be great too. And we're going to start the show talking about a very controversial issue that we have broached before, and that is circumcision. 
I've made my position perfectly clear. Have you? What's yours? I'm oh, pro that's... circumcision. Oh, oh, for men. Me too. But then in light of the story, I don't want to. <laughs> well, I think this story is bullshit, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay, right. You're cut, Damien. I am. Is that fairly uncommon for Australians? No, that is that is that is fairly Get common. Get closer to the that mic. Is I don't want to miss a word of this. <laughs> that is that is fairly common. Because it is it's uncommon in England and in most uh, other countries. Um I... I wouldn't say that. I'm not... Most of the world is, is uncircumcised. 85%. Huh. Okay. And even in the U.S., I feel like the uh, number of circumcised men is shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> the penis is uncircumcised. When I was young, everyone was cut. Now yes. suddenly everyone's uncut. I remember a Dutch friend of mine, a female friend, she came to me and she's like, I just, I just hooked up with someone who had the hood. Oh, and, she, and, she was surprised. You, yeah, what do you do with that? Well, and, and how me? do you feel about it, JB? You're cut. Yes, but a dick is a dick. Put it in my hand, I'm going to suck it. If it's in my hand? I'm going to suck it. So, you know, whatever. As long as it's clean, oh. sis, you know, keep it clean. That's it. I'm all about hygiene. Keep it clean. Because, you know, my cakes will also be clean for you to eat off of and to eat out of. Uh, and how's that children's book coming along, JB? Oh, it's coming out great. <laughs> this is Fuckery, a book for children by Jordan Bercy. I love that title. That's great. It's a great title. <laughs> you know, I, um, I understand it's controversial, and people who are uncut get very uh, offended when I say there's something wrong with your penis. Obviously, there's not. It's natural. Um, we all come into the world this way for a reason, but... Aesthetically, I'm such a strong proponent of um, a nice cut head. It's, it's what I want in a dick. It tastes better. It smells better. It's less prone to uh, sexually transmitted diseases. And, um, you know, my father's a doctor, and that was always, he, a pediatrician. And that, his feeling was that children should always get circumcised. But don't you, don't you feel like there's, there's, there's a huge population that prefer uncut as well? Especially nowadays. I feel like having an uncut dick is a plus in the gay community. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, nine inches uncut, and yeah. then that's everyone's like excited about that. I'm like, no, no, nine inches cut, please. Anyway, the reason we're talking about it's this—it's so funny that he thinks he can be choosy. I, I, I can, <laughs> and I am. It has limited. <laughs> let me tell you something. It has really limited me, not just sexually, but in terms of relationships. I've met guys that I would marry in a heartbeat, but they're uncut, and I don't like it. And I need to love my partner's penis. I need to love it. He does. And I do love it. <laughs> so are you? Goldilocks. So you're you're actually in a relationship with the penis, not the person. No, I'm in a relationship with everyone. But it's like saying, imagine like, uh, what can I compare it to? You can't even compare it to teeth because if someone's got bad teeth, those can be fixed. Mm. Do you know? Right. But but if I someone mean, had really bad teeth, I I would have a hard time kissing them. But you can also get circumcised no matter what they. You can, so, and mm. that's what this story is about. So a man. Uh, and, and this is one of these stories that came from Reddit. Oh, not Reddit. Um, so who knows if it's really true. But this uh, man who grew up in Australia, shout out to Damien again, he claims that sex in the city ruined his penis. Oh. Because 20 years ago, there was an episode of Sex in the City in which Charlotte was dating an uncut guy. When she discovered he was uncut, she was like, oh, no, and kind of horrified. And then that man, that character, decides to get circumcised. And then she sees his penis circumcised, and she loves it. It's perfect. She has sex with him, and then he basically dumps her because he wants to, sh you know, show the world his penis and have fun with a lot of other women. So it winds up biting her in the ass. But uh, anyway, here's a clip from that episode. Woman, 
But just when Charlotte had become comfortable with the penis, she got a very unexpected surprise. Oh. You're... It's... Uncircumcised. Is it okay? No. Sure. Of course it is. <laughs> it was not okay. The only uncut version of anything Charlotte had ever seen was the original Gone with the Wind. So this man who was 21 at the time when the episode aired in 99 um, said, I remember Charlotte screwing up her nose and saying there was so much skin. It was like a Sharpay and felt disgusted in my own body. Um, so he said – so he goes and gets circumcised because of that episode, which – let me just stop right here. If you decide to get surgery because of an episode of Sex in the City, you've got bigger issues than your penis. Amen. But yes, anyway yes. – he said, I remember looking at it the first time, bruised and switched and sorry. I, I, is switched an Australian term for something? Switched? No. I actually felt relieved. I felt so happy. I thought I was normal now. But his recovery was painful, and he explained he found that his penis is less sensitive, something that bring, uh, brings tears to his eyes. The big scar on his penis is a reminder of the part of my body I can never get back, he said. As time went on, can, I'm going to do this in an Australian accent. Oh, God. Here we go. As time went on, I discovered that my new penis didn't actually solve any of my problems. When I eventually told friends what I had done, they all asked why. So did the women, I told. I didn't get circumcised because there was anything wrong with my penis. I did it because I felt ashamed by American media and their immorally untrue message that foreskins are dirty and ugly. You sounded like a Cockney person having a stroke. <laughs> The best part of that whole thing was David's face. face. Yeah, it was his face. Being everything. The, it was the icing on the cake that I needed. Thank you. I thought it was pretty good. Um, the Centers for Disease Control says say that around eight in every ten American men are circumcised. Uh, I need to meet more of them. Um, some American health agencies recommend the procedure due to its perceived benefits, including you're less likely to. Um, to be infected with HIV. But other health officials stress that such research is inconclusive, especially with broader HIV preventive strategies that includes condoms, which nobody uses anymore, and medications such as PrEP. Some medical professionals and activists say it is unethical to perform circumcision on babies. Um, the Reddit user concluded by saying, I will not be watching. <laughs> I can't do it now. I will not be watching and just like that, and I will never forgive its predecessor for its treatment of male bodies. You know, sis, here's my issue. Okay? <laughs> all cocks are beautiful, just like all bodies are beautiful, whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised. Adam, I don't want to hear it. Okay, so, <laughs> sis, if you have okay. a circumcised penis, enjoy your penis. Don't get it changed or disformed from a fucking TV show. It's on TV, which means it was made up. It's fiction. And that's your PSA for the day. Yeah. Yes. Enjoy. Well, I will say that I've met several guys who were circumcised either as teenagers or adults, and they all said it was incredibly painful, but none of them regret it. Um, my one friend said uh, there's a difference. The only difference is he goes, I can't play as rough with my cock as I used to, hmm. that it's, it's less protected in terms of getting – sore or getting squeezed or, you know, sometimes you, you get a little chafing on your dick when you use it too much. But he said, but there's no, la there's no loss of sensitivity. No. It's also more aerodynamic. 
<laughs> it, which I appreciate. In case you, your dick wants to join a, a, a track and field contest, or just cuts through Superman. the air so easily without all that extra skin flapping. Well, over in Israel, there's a new Doritos ad that has sparked outrage. Um, this is uh, in the lead up. Israel has a holiday called Family Day, Yom Hamishpacha. This is a holiday that began as Mother's Day, but now it uh, includes all parents. And so it's one of these inclusive ads that shows all these different kinds of families. Uh, Single moms, single dads, straight couples, gay couples. Um, And, of course, it's now being met with outrage by the country's religious conservatives who are calling for a boycott of Doritos. This is according to the Times of Israel. Um, The narration in the ad says there are some families that do choose to be families. There are families created by the complex reality, continues the narrator while showing two women with babies and a young girl, as well as two women who appear to be sisters holding a photo of another woman, presumably their mother. The ad then cuts to a single father and his children while the narrator explains that some people have remained alone in this reality. A gay couple holding a toddler is then shown as the narrator says, there are families that travel to the other side of the world on the path to becoming a family. Um, so anyway, you know, it's a lovely ad celebrating different kinds of families. But uh, Arya King, a far-right deputy mayor of Jerusalem, said, for the sake of the mental and spiritual health of the coming generations, we must boycott Doritos, which is trying to influence the natural family group by advertising its products. Uh, meanwhile, Rabbi Baruch Efrati in the West Bank settlement of Efrat told his followers it is forbidden to recognize those who live like this as a family. <laughs> meanwhile, he's literally squatting on stolen land. Emmanuel Shiloh, the editor of the Zionist Besheva Weekly, which I keep in the bathroom at all times, tweeted that Doritos should be avoiding weighing in on moral issues. They're not fucking weighing in on moral Moral issues. issues. They are showing families that exist. Doritos is known for its inclusive ads across all markets. Last year, an ad in Mexico for Doritos showed a same-sex couple being honored during Dia de de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. It features a family paying respects to their late uncle who turns up with his partner. I say eat more Doritos. Well, commercial wasn't even that bad. I I just watched commercials. It's beautiful. It's just, if you don't understand what they're saying, it's just watch people take beautiful pictures. I would understand the protest if it was in the lead up to Pride and people are trying to lose weight and they're promoting Well, that is evil. It's true. That's evil. Advertising carbs before Pride is, yeah, fuck them. Fuck all these people. Um, Meanwhile, this is a very serious case out of uh, the United States. A technical sergeant in the military, Kristen Kingrey, is suing the Army and Air Force, claiming that a senior male supervisor told her she should grow her hair, wear makeup, and ultimately appear more feminine or prepare to face negative professional consequences. Uh, Kingrey is a, you know... Butch lesbian with very short hair, doesn't wear makeup. Um, She told the Daily Beast that after these remarks were made, um, a job for which she had applied and was eminently qualified for was suddenly withdrawn. Uh, And also she, uh, because, and despite her satisfactory performance as a federal employee, she was denied the job. She filed this lawsuit in uh, federal court. She says, from 2016 to 2018, I was constantly being pulled into my seniors' offices, being told that my hair was out of regs, meaning non-regulation. 
it crossed a line into harassment, and I carried on my person a copy of our regulations in regards to female hair length because I was not breaking any rules. So the military does have very strict rules about your appearance. Hmm. My ex-boyfriend was uh, in the Navy for years, so I know this. Men's hair has to be above their ear. Mm. Uh, I don't think – certain hairstyles are forbidden. You can't, like, like have, like, spiky hair. Yeah. Um, for women, I believe the only rule is that if it does go below your chin, it has to be worn in a ponytail, mm. which is just to keep it out of the it's way. It's a safety issue. But there's no reason a woman can't have short hair, shave her no. head bald. There, there's, there's no such rules. Get over yourself. Like – just let people be. Well, and especially nowadays that openly gay and trans people are allowed to serve in the military, why would you even comment right. on someone's appearance? That has absolutely no – unless they were like messy or slovenly, which she wasn't, why would that have anything to do with their military readiness? So it will be interesting to see how this plays out. Indeed. Where am I? This is a long ass story. Okay. Uh, oh, here's a cocktails and cocktail cock talk story, and we have re- now restored and recreated the cocktails and cock talk bumper. Take it away, JB. And now, time for another stupid story from cocktails and cocktalk.com. Yeah, suck my cock. That just blew our eardrums out. It also gave me a little bit of a heart attack. <laughs> and now. Oh, my God. Uh, by the way, we're going to be uh, coming at you with a brand new ass opening sometime in the next few weeks. Do we still have someone who does that for us, JB? Is there someone uh, in charge of yeah, it? Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think Susan's still, still here. We, I can talk to Romaine about Tuesday. Please. Sure. I'll put it on my list. Because, uh, yeah. For many reasons, we need to freshen up the I open. Mean, yeah, we couldn't actually. It's been you've been overdue for a new one. Anyway. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this is a story in Cocktails and Cock Talk about a British soap opera called Emmerdale. Have you ever heard of this? I Damien? have. Yes. Does it's, it air in Australia too? Uh, it does on cable. Uh, it's it's like a prime. They they have prime time soap operas. They have Australian and and British ones that are very popular. Well, this uh, has been running since the early seventies. It's yes. set in the fictional village in the Yorkshire Dales. And two of its stars are these actors, Max Parker and Chris Mockery. They play brothers on the show, and in real life, they just got engaged to each other. Oh, it was so cute. Uh, uh, this is uh, audio from their honeymoon. The British actors grabbed headlines last year when it was revealed that the pair were dating in real life. In December, Mockery revealed to Attitude, uh, which I guess is a website, that the pair had moved it's in magazine. together. Mm-hmm. And it seems the next step was just around the corner. Last weekend, while on a trip to the beach, Parker proposed. I guess they haven't had their wedding night yet. Um, Sharing the moment on Instagram, he wrote, He deserves the world, but the best I could do was promise him my heart. He said yes. Happiest moment of my life. Um, I mean, lovely, but (laughs) (laughs) You're so so dead inside. Mockery added... The beautiful soul that is the beautiful soul that is my best friend asked me to marry him yesterday. I'm still doing Australian, aren't I? I don't know what you're I can't that. begin to describe how happy I am. Um, congratulations, boys. Now, some people might be disgusted by the thought of actors who play brothers uh, fucking and getting married. I find it hot. <laughs> Please. It involves two living, breathing males copulating. You're into it. Okay. Do we know what soap opera? Yes, it's called Emmerdale. 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 Yeah. British soap okay. opera. Okay. 
you yeah, know, I've said this before. I've never had, I never had a brother. So the idea of two brothers having sex, not disgusting to me at all. <laughs> to me, it would make sense. If there were another guy in the house when I was growing up, I would have tried to have sex with him. Really? Wow. You know, as someone who had wow. brothers. I understand no one with brothers would feel this way. Yeah, they're, they're kind of a pain in the ass. And, you know. You're not into them. It's like straight guys. They're dumb. Like, especially when they're straight. I can't. I, I and just, also, I just hate men the now, predator is inside the house. Like, yeah, that too. <laughs> I am the predator. Well, I, I, did, I do know this really hot gay guy who has an identical twin. And uh, if my friend Walt is listening, he will love this story. One time I go, tell the truth. I go, did you and he ever, like, do anything together? And he goes, well, I mean, when we were fucked up, maybe. Like, of course. <laughs> and I, it made sense to me. They're so hot. If I if I were hot and there was someone who looked exactly like me living in my house. I'm sorry. I have to leave the room. Why not? Right. <laughs> uh, this is David Todd, last time off on the to, show. Welcome to Incest Podcast with your host, Adam Say. <laughs> Anyway, congratulations to the two who are not brothers in real life. They are not related in any way. Um, but I wonder how it will be for viewers to watch them as brothers on the show and know that in real life, they're doing this every night. Okay. Okay, wait. I have a... <laughs> I thought this, is, this might be drawn a lot, but fuck it. Uh, so... <laughs> so do you your boyfriend? Real play as stepbrothers and be like, hey, stepbrother, what are you doing? What? <laughs> I said, <laughs> calm, calm down. Take a breath. <laughs> Jimmy's losing it. If they played stepbrothers no, on the okay, show. So I'm asking you. If you and your boyfriend ever role played and oh. the stepbrother, they like, hey, stepbrother, what are you doing? That's interesting. <laughs> we haven't is the short answer to that. We haven't. Are you Gosh. thinking about it now? You know, he has a brother, so I don't think he'd be into that <laughs> fantasy at all. It is so fascinating exploring your sexual psyche. Honestly. I know. Well, that's so what the show is for, really. That's actually what Ass After Dark is for, uh, which I haven't done in a while. I've been very busy. Oh my God, JB's losing his mind over there. You didn't even smoke pot today. I no, I didn't. I really didn't. See, this is mean. Not high on life, y'all. I, I don't know when to control myself. Maybe it's better when you don't smoke. <laughs> I feel like at least where I smoke, I have a, I have a filter and a stopper. I can just say, hey, you're doing too much. You got to stop now. Now I just feel like I don't know if I'm doing too much. Maybe I'm not doing too much. Maybe I'm not doing it. No, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Too much. You guys. <laughs> okay. So um, speaking of TV, are either of you watching the new season of Euphoria on I'm HBO not, Max? No. no? Well, I've seen the TikToks. <laughs> Well, we'll go to you for it. I recommend it highly. I watched season one, and now I'm rewatching it so Patrick can see it for the first time, and then we're going to move on to season two. It's a fantastic show. We just watched um, season one, episode four, which is the carnival episode. I can't, I don't want to give anything away, but it's maybe one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. It's up there with the best Six Feet Under, the best Sopranos. Because they showed full frontal male Well, they do show that a lot on this show. But it's just so beautifully shot. And it was very unnerving and ominous. There's What they do with the music and the photography for the whole episode is, is really stunning. But anyway, season two has all kinds of sexual things happening. Last time we talked about this guy who um, 
had a scene where he sits down on a toilet and pulls his dick out and everyone freaked out because it was such a big dick and they thought it was a prosthetic and then the actor came forward and said it's not a prosthetic. Well, now (laughs) this other actor who was on the show, Christian Birdsong, um, he has outed himself as the guy getting rimmed by Eric Dane on a recent episode of Euphoria. He tweeted... Quote, there are two dark-skinned characters in Euphoria, and one of them was getting they butt ate by Nate's dad as an extra. Yeah. Oh, that was a, what a viewer commented, to which Birdsong replied, period, living my dreams and collecting my coins. Yes, it is. Also my dream, just get my ass eaten out and get paid for it. Do you know how hot Eric Dane is? He's from Grey's Anatomy. He was McSteamy. Oh, yes. Okay, him, yes. So he plays, and this is a bit of a spoiler, uh, but he plays a married, straight, very strict conservative father who secretly fucks boys and trans girls. And I say boys and girls because they're underage. Wow. And so uh, I guess he eats a black guy's ass, and that guy is Christian Birdsong. And so the Euphoria star also revealed that he's a big fan of Eric Dane. And told Twitter users it had been a joy to film the scene uh, with Dane. He told the we told one fan, Dane is truly a gem of a man, so professional and chill. I talked to him about Charmed because I was obsessed as a kid. Still am actually. LOL, he's a really good guy. The actor went on to say, the dream was to work on this amazing show with this incredible director. I got to film fake sex with a childhood crush slash actor inspiration. He explained that the moment of analingus was captured on camera. Um, he, he said the actual filming was incredibly professional, totally fake. A piece was built by the intimacy coach to go between his face and my butt. <laughs> That's disappointing. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to picture how the, <laughs> what that apparatus was. Well, they did the same thing on Girls. There was an episode of Girls where Marnie was getting her ass eaten. That's how the episode started by her boyfriend who then became her husband on the show. And I heard at the time that there was like a fake, it's basically a fake anus that they stick in between your butt cheeks. So it looks like the tongue is going right up the person, the actor's butt, but really it's going into like a rubber cup. But what if both actors had consent about this? Would they, would they allow this? I think that it's, there's too much liability because then one can say after the fact, oh, I felt pressured. They actually have intimacy coaches mm. on the sets that, that um, supervise all this and they're very careful for obvious reasons. He said he was asked – when he was asked to film the scene, they said, are you comfortable with this? And he said, dreams really do come true. (laughs) So congratulations, Christian Birdsong. Uh, As we said last uh, week, Ansel Pierce was the actor who made it clear that the toilet scene was not a prosthetic. That is his real dick. Euphoria Season 2 continues Sundays on HBO Max. Um, Great show. Dark, provocative some of the best acting, Hunter Schaefer, who plays Zendaya's um, best friend, trans. It's a trans actress playing a trans girl, and she's fantastic. Zendaya's fantastic. They're really mm. good. Okay. I heard great things about Zendaya's performance. Zendaya. I, do, I always say her name wrong. I'm I do want to watch it, but you know, I feel weird because I'm not a high school anymore, but I do want to watch it. Just I think we should watch it, JP. It's, I would say it's the best show about high school since my so-called life. But it's also like 10 times more shocking than my so-called life because it's on HBO and it's, you know, 30 years later. Anyway, um, here's a story that actually made me reach out to the person and ask him to be on the show. So far, I've gotten no response. But here's the headline. Sad Bottom posts tweet about being ignored by six foot five inch top receives widespread sympathy. 
So this person on Twitter who goes by the Twitter handle Snort Maiden, <laughs> Snort Maiden took to social media to vent about how he couldn't find a top. He tweeted, six foot five top on Grinder ignored my tap. Almost immediately, Snort Maiden started receiving a flood of support from other Grinder users who could relate and a few taller tops willing to help out. The tweet ended up getting over 1,200 likes and dozens of comments. Here's how some people responded. <clears throat> this five foot five top would never. I'm sorry, you deserve better. Someone else wrote, homophobic. Someone wrote, honey, I'm sorry, you can borrow my top for a while. Uh, another person said, six foot six inch top here. Wondering why, gorgeous. Damien, you're a six foot six top. I, see, you know, just when you think social media is just a cesspool of evil, this heartwarming story comes along. Someone else wrote, sending thoughts and prayers during this difficult time. I hope you get a better top. I'm a six foot five inch top. Let's be friends. Every six foot, this one's funny. Every six foot five guy I've ever seen has turned out to be the most hungry power bottom known to man. <laughs> Hashtag Murphy's Law. Um, someone else wrote, that's a stupid mofo then. By the way, I'm a six six top. Just saying. So I thought this is hilarious. Not the tweet itself, but just the reaction yeah. and the fact that it went viral. So I reached out to him just as I did to Freddie Alanis. That 19-year-old who got a 10-inch dick stuck in his windpipe. Um, anyway, but uh, Snort Maiden has apparently no interest in being on the ass. So Although, to him I say, this, I'm sure this is go fuck yourself. This is inspiration for you, Adam. So ex if you follow him on Twitter, you can expect a very long stream of tweets about his nuanced sexual urges and how they aren't being fulfilled. Correct? Mine or his? Yours. You you. <laughs> Look, look at all the offers he's getting. You're inspired by this. <laughs> I am inspired. So people... I, I guess he was cute, and so that's why people were responding. You're just going to spam people with tweets now. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I basically look for all of our guests on Twitter. <laughs> Meanwhile, a story out of Canada that was somewhat disturbing. A Canadian Foot Locker employee has been accused of ejaculating into shoes. <laughs> a manager at the Foot Locker inside Brampton's... Bremalea City Center. Am I saying that right, Damien? Damien used to live in Canada. He's been accused of performing messy sex acts with shoes, among other NSFW activities. And there's ample video evidence to back up the claims of anonymous whistleblowers. Rumors began circulating after a now-deleted Instagram account uploaded several videos and photos showing one man exhibiting questionable behavior on the jobs while subsequently bragging about the fact that he's at work. In one video, he said, what's up, Snapchat? You're back on another episode of Naked D-Fly in the Workplace. Oh, yeah, says the man, during which he can be seen completely nude in the storage room of a Foot Locker retail store. He goes on to say, as you can see, we're at Foot Locker here. There's nobody else here, only my shit, and I am fully, completed, completely, 100% sexy and naked. He pans down to prove the whole naked thing, and then the video, as shared by the aforementioned Instagram account, stops short. It is not clear where the clip was first shared or where it was filmed or when it was filmed. One Twitter user declined to republish the footage but shared a screenshot on Friday of one damning caption from another since-deleted Instagram account with the handle Maddie Christina. The caption identifies the man as a 27-year-old from Missagua. No, Mississauga. Mississauga 
who works at a storm as a store manager at the Bramalea City Center Footlocker. This disturbing video was posted on the subject's social media handles, where it was then shared multiple times. As seen in the video, he was in the inventory room of Foot Locker, completely naked, where later on in the video he had confessed to ejaculating in shoes, then bringing them to the store where customers could be exposed to bodily fluids. Uh, well, see, you know, you, uh, you started with a story about, you know, a, a, a bottom being um, frustrated about not being able to find a top. Now you have a story about a top that can't find a bottom and what he has to do to relieve himself. Well, or he's just got a, a shoe fetish. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Footlocker says uh, it is committed to operating with the highest ethical standards, and this type of behavior is not tolerated. I can't believe it. You can't jerk what, off into, into inventory? We are aware of the incident and are taking the appropriate steps to address the situation. Um, I mean, it's not like it's Lady Foot Locker. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of gay, right? He's jerking off into men's shoes. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, I'll never put my, I'll never try on shoes the same way again. It's so disgusting. You JB may, you, is speechless. You may not get your foot I'm, out. I'm not big into feet. Or any feet play or foot job. Me neither. So this whole story is broke. Although Dolph um, Dietrich often posts pictures of his giant feet, and I do find them kind of erotic. But in I general, I'm not a foot what person. Don't you find it erotic? Oh fuck you, did. you. <laughs> Shade. How big are your feet? You win. What size shoe are you? Like thirteen. That's not, not that's the best. Hot. I'm like half that size. Um, and finally, before we go to our guest, do you have our guest ready, JB? Uh, no. I haven't. Get on that, Henny. So, um, as as we all know, Betty White died just shy of her 100th birthday. And at the end of January, there was a special tribute that aired on NBC. Um, And in it, Cher sang the Golden Girls theme song, which I have to say, she sounds fucking great doing. You know, Cher's in her 70s now, and she still sounds like she did when she was in her 20s. Take a listen to this. And there are like gay men orgasming across the country. Of course. So we like share singing the Golden Girls. Theme. What could I be mean, better? Right. The song was written in 1978 by Andrew Gold. Cher performed it from the original soundstage where the Golden Girls was first filmed, Stage Five in Hollywood. Uh, as I said, the world was prepared to celebrate White's birthday, uh, White's hundredth birthday, on January 18th, but she died on December 31st after suffering a stroke six days previously, and not of COVID or of the vaccine. As uh, as was reported by some assholes. Um, anyway, celebrating Betty White, America's Golden Girl, aired on NBC uh, January 31st. I'm sure you can watch it on demand. Um, President Biden, out comedian Ellen DeGeneres, and fellow late night host Jimmy Fallon all appeared. In addition to actors and comedians Tina Fey, Jay 
Leno, Joel McHale, Gene Smart, Mary Steenbergen, Brian Cranston, and more. How are we doing, JB? Still nothing. Adios mio. Well, let's do a story that we... I'm just about to share that because I'm running back to Madonna. And it's like, girl, Madonna, if you would have just sat down like Cher did, not do anything, just chill, be activist, and only sing sometimes, you probably sound just as good as Cher. Right? Yes. But she doesn't. She sounds bad and needs to stop. Wait, Cher sounds bad? No, No, Madonna. Madonna. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So Cher, good on you. (laughs) <laughs> good on you did, did I use it right? you did okay great so go your share We're so proud you sound it's an Australianism for those <laughs> good on you <laughs> so uh, we did a story last week we've actually I've been trying to do this story every week since we st- since the year began it keeps getting cut from the rundown last week we actually did it we did the story but listeners never heard it because we ended up editing some of the uh, the dead air out of the interview when we were waiting for Peppermint to join us. Sorry. <laughs> so the story is, you know, a lot of people in January go alcohol-free. It's called, like, dry January. Yep. Yeah. Um, just to try to refresh and take a break from drinking and, you know, get healthy. And uh, apparently Pabst Blue Ribbon, the beer company, was not happy about this. So they uh, – someone from Pabst Blue Ribbon, someone from their social media team tweeted – Having a dry January, why don't you try eating ass instead? <laughs> Which prompted some Twitter users to say that drinking Paps Blue Ribbon beer is like eating ass. <laughs> Needless to say, Paps Blue Ribbon, when they discovered that this was on their social media uh, account, deleted the tweet and apologized and said that this was not up to their standards. <laughs> I would hire that person to work on the Adam Sag show. Uh, it's very qualified. That's the sort of content creator that we need. <laughs> so Marvin's publicist is now texting him. Oh, nice. What would you say our success rate is in getting guests on clean feed? On clean feed when they're year? supposed to be like fifty percent. Oh yeah. Well, this year we're we're, we're bad nine out of ten, as it <laughs> fails. Like <laughs> last year. And when we came back, we were we were doing good. We were on a roll. We had a nice steady flow. I don't know how I can make the instructions any clearer. You know what? I I, I over communicate. I I give them multiple confirmations. <laughs> I think we're just gonna have to have them. I'm gonna call them before the show and have them sit there. I think so, too. I think I'm going to have to get their email address and their phone number. Yeah. This is not interesting to the listeners. I'm sorry. Sorry, It's very inside baseball. This is where where conversation we're having. This is real life. So this happened last last week with Peppermint, and it literally took us like 10 or 15 minutes to get her on the phone. So Steve and I were just talking out of our asses, and there was so much dead air. And oh. just like nonsense talk that we, Gosh. and then we wound up going. That must have been so painful for you all. It was really, all. it was. I, why is there a fly buzzing around this studio? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling painful. you, it came well, with me and my fly infestation at home. Now, how is it that you have a fly infestation okay. in the winter time? I don't know. Can't you just open your windows and I get rid did. of them? I did do that. It, they didn't die. They just. Is your apartment, apartment clean? Yes, I clean it. I well, okay. The only thing I didn't clean has been my stove. That's because it's a lot of work. But JB, that's where they're coming from. But they're not coming from the stove. They're not even coming from the kitchen. They're just popping that door because I make my own Venus flytrap and I'd be killing them. 
and it works. So I'm very proud about Venus flytrap. What ex explain I, the gene, the Venus flytrap? You know, okay, this so, is okay. no euphemism for your backside, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> right, so pretty much I, I get a cup I put I put sugar on the rim with uh, <laughs> apple salad vinegar <laughs> a little poison <laughs> wait what kind of poison <laughs> like those, those those fly things uh -huh. that you get and bug, bug poison yeah and this isn't Uranus no it's not my uh -huh. anus and then like I, I tape a little cup to the top like I have this makeshift toothpick I hold it so when a fly touches it I just Push it down and close it so it suffocates in there with the with, with the apple cider vinegar. Okay, but you need to find the source of the infestation. Yeah, I don't know where it is, and that's what's frustrating. Well, where are they congregating? They're congregating around my bedroom. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have anything there. Do you have like old cum rags under the bed? No. Why I, don't you call? First, I would have to have sex. <laughs> Do you have it? You could be jerking off. <sighs> you know, I I don't even like jerking off these days. Oh, maybe they just want to keep you company. You know, is he is he in the room, JB? No, no we're still still so, waiting. I mean, if he hasn't gotten the email yet, I can call him if he likes. All right, now it's time for our guest segment, listeners. And we were supposed to have Marvin Cortez from America's Next Top Model, but he totally flaked on us. Even though I triple confirmed with him and his publicist this week, so I had a feeling, Damien, that this might happen. You did. He honestly. I, for all my jokes, I admire him so much. The work he puts in, it's amazing, and he does a fantastic job. Thank you very much. Um, but, it was really difficult. But because I, I was afraid that this might happen, I actually had on standby yes. one of our favorite recurring guests on the ass. Such a good little Boy Scout. Everyone's yeah. favorite twinkster comedian, Drew Lausch, and he joins us now. <laughs> Drew, Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this last minute. Where are we talking to you from? Where in, where in the world is Drew Lausch? Um, so I'm currently in my apartment in Brooklyn, just like living my glamorous life. Fabulous. <laughs> and what did you do last night? Okay, to be quite frank, I got like pretty hammered. Nice. Where were you? Um, so I had a show in Gowanus. Oh, fancy. Um, yeah, well, because my career is really taking off, and um, <laughs> and then afterward, like you know, I mean, it's like one free drink. Like I kind of like I had forgotten to eat dinner, and then all of a sudden I'm at like a dive bar, and I'm just like living my life, you know. So what? Where? What kind of venue was the show? Um, it was. I mean, there was like a. I was about to say it was a backroom show. Um, it was, which like it was, but not in like you know that context. Um, no, it was nice. That I, there was like a there was like a painting of trees as like our backdrop. Oh, and, very yeah, Sunday like in a, the park with George. Very, yeah, very Sunday in the park with George. What kind of crowd? Like um, how many people? What? How many people were in the crowd? Um, like fifty people. What is happening with comedy these days? I haven't been to a comedy show since the shutdown. So is it like a Broadway show in the sense that everyone in the audience is masked? Um, no. I mean, I feel like it depends, honestly. I feel like some venues are, like, very strict about audiences being in masks. But then others, I mean, it's like everybody's sitting right next to each other. I mean, you know, I, I feel like it's like a, yeah, I don't know. I just think it depends on the venue. And like the vibe of the people. Where are you with like the whole? Because I'm kind of at the point with COVID where I just I don't give a shit anymore. Like I'm not. 
I wear my mask in places where I have to, like the subway right. um, or when I walk into a restaurant. But the rest of the time, I'm kind of just living my life. Are you there or are you still taking some kind of precautions? Um, I mean, no, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously wearing my mask where I'm supposed to. I had, I had COVID like over the holidays. So which I'm kind? Very much, um, sorry, what? Which kind? Did you have original recipe uh, or Omicron? Uh, Omicron. Yeah, that's better. Um, yeah, no, well, it was very chill. Um, but, but because I had Omicron, I've kind of been enjoying that quote, super immunity. Like. I, I'm kind of like I'm just like not as stressed. Like I just you know like I haven't been wearing condoms. Like I'm just like it's all good. <laughs> well, why start now? That's what I'm saying. It's like who cares? Like I'm just I'm like I'm super immunity. Like it, it, chlamydia, who? Like it doesn't exist. For me. <laughs> How is your sex life these days? Are you getting it regular? Um, not regularly. Like. I actually, I have a date tonight with Tyler from Grinder. Oh, hello. Um, shout out to Tyler if he's listening. Shout out to Tyler from Grinder. He's in my phone. It's Tyler Grinder. So <laughs> I have so many of those. I have like I know. Jonathan Steamroom. <laughs> yeah. Roger Basement. Well, when it gets like, Mark Crosstown Bus. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry with such wholesome girls, but it is what it is. So is it a date date or is it a sex date? No, like, we're going for drinks. I mean, it's, like, so interesting. He's, like, he's really hot, which, obviously, you know, I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Um, and we were, like, we had kind of made plans a while back. But then he, like, I mean, and I actually would love your girl's thoughts on this. But, like, a while back, like, I was, like, okay, yeah, like, let's, I'll come over. Like, let's fuck. Haha, so fun. And he was, like, actually, I'm, like, only into edging tonight. And I was kind of, like, okay, well, I'm over. I'm like, so just, not into edging. I don't go. I don't get what that whole thing is about. Me either. Like, I mean, not you know, whatever. I would. I don't want to king shame anybody. Like, you I know, do. Live your... oh. <laughs> what, what is edging? Edging is. Uh, this is Damien. Is my co-host today? By the Hi, way, Drew. Drew. Hi, Damien. So lovely to meet you via you um, phone. Uh, edging is when you bring someone to the point of climax, but then don't. Oh. So you're always coffee. on the edge. Yeah. Coffee. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of related to tantric sex where you delay and delay and delay. Mm. I, I'm the opposite. I want to get Very it over with. I like, I like when sex like, begins and ends within a 10-minute window. I, I, I feel like your partners feel the same way. They absolutely do. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they do Shade. as well. <laughs> so he wanted to edge and you said no to that. Well, I was just kind of like, no, like, it's like a pass for me. Like, but not like, but not that I was like, oh my God, I have to get railed. It just feels like a very specific request. Yeah. And I was just like, um, like, no, like, let me know when you like, like, let me know when you grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know when you want to have big boy sex. Yeah. Like, I know. I'm like, let me know. Like, as I said, I think I have super immunity. Like, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm invincible. You know what's even worse is that when someone uh, you meet on Grinder is like, um, I want to blow you, but is it okay if we use condoms? Oh my god! No. Yeah, grow, grow when was it ever up. okay to use condoms for a blowjob? That yeah, is, it's like that's un. That I would rather do nothing. I would be more satisfied watching television I by would myself. Rather, yeah, than getting a blowjob with a condom. Would legit rather play Sudoku. Right. 
Wordle. Wordle, yeah. What is Wordle? I see it. I don't know. I, I refuse. Don't I refuse oh, to learn what it is. It's cute. You know, you're just you're 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 guessing a five five letter word. You have six tries. It lets you know which letters you know you pick by putting in guesses. Yeah, I have a life. Okay, wait. Also, I'm sorry. Wait, so you're like fully British? What's that about? No, he's Australian. Oh my God, you're like fully Valley Girl. Oh my God, you're not even British. You're Australian. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, I'm Australian. And Drew's Drew's not a Valley Girl. He's from North Dakota. (laughs) So there's a valley in Dakota, surely? Yeah, there's like a river. Um, (laughs) So that wait. So what's what's up? How's being from Australia for you? Oh my god, it's like it's like so cool. No, it's. I mean, it's well. People think I'm. People think I'm British. It actually gets annoying after a while because Um, you don't have the broad accent that we were talking about last week. Yeah, totally. At least, yeah. (laughs) Hello, hello, Jerry. Yeah, you really need to work on your British accent. Fire up the Bobby. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like <laughs> something something's up there. He's you know what it is, Drew? He's very posh. He has a very cultured, uh, educated uh, way of speaking. So it's you know yeah. oh, I'm sorry if I want to speak clearly. He basically just sounds like an uptight cunt, regardless <laughs> yeah. of what country he's from. You know, that's fair. Oh that's God. a fair description. So Drew, oh so back God. to Tyler from Grinder. So yeah, the first yeah. the first date was a no. It was a no to edging. How did he convince yeah. you this time to to actually meet him? Um. Okay. Well, so I uh, actually ran in. Like, I didn't like say hello, but I passed him on the street. Oh. And like, I feel like seeing someone from Grinder like on the street is like, I don't know. It's like seeing a unicorn in the wild because it's like, oh my god, like Surprise, I see you, like. Yeah, like, I don't know. And he's so hot in person. So then he was oh. like, hey, we should grab a drink. And I was like, okay, yeah, definitely. So uh, he was actually hotter than his pictures. Yes. Nice. Yeah, like, much. Yeah, like. Wow. Yeah, really. That is, that really is a unicorn. Skin. So where are you going? Yeah. So you're going to have drinks. And then, I mean, in the back of your mind, you have a plan, right? Like, you're going to have a drink and then take him back to your place, right? Um, Like, I think so. I mean, depending on vibes, but, like. He was like, also, sorry, I'm like literally walking by this car. Um, he, yeah, he was like, I may only have time for like one or two beers. And I was like, okay, so you like really want to get to know me. <laughs> I only have time for a sip. <laughs> like, I know. I was like, wait, so do you want to chat or like, what's your deal? I don't know, Drew. I'm a little worried about this. First, the edging, and then the time limit with the two beers. He sounds flaky. I'm also on board with Adam on this. This is this doesn't. It doesn't sound like he's trying to get to know you because it's like two beers. How does I get to know someone? It's girl. She probably has a boyfriend. She has a boyfriend. Oh, well, yes. oh well, but but I'm like, so you literally just want to meet for a beer? Like you want to like Fletcher look at me? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't understand because I'm like he doesn't even want to fuck. Like he's just like, oh, let's go for like a quick beer. And then I have to go. I'm like, okay. I think JB's right. I think he's on the he's on the DL. He's got someone waiting at home. Oh, uh, well. I mean, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> That's the girl. But you know, what's the what's the what's fun about having a beer with a stranger? Literally nothing. I can't think of one fun thing about that. If it doesn't lead to sex. Yeah. No, I completely agree. But I'm just. I feel like. 
you know, sometimes people are like demure. Like, I feel like he's like, I don't know, I feel like he's going to be like, oh, like he's going to have a British accent, actually British. And he's going to be like, oh, like, <laughs> like, actually, let's have a third beer. And then like, I'll go like, like rail you. you know? <laughs> well, when was the last time you did have some real sex? Um, okay. Uh, like this a morning. And a half ago. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of, someone is mid insertion right now. Um, <laughs> I'm like you called you called me. I was brushing my teeth. I was like getting getting the come out. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Like a month and a half ago, his name was John, and I actually thought we were hitting it off. And then he stopped. And then he stopped talking to me. Can you believe? <laughs> I can't believe it. Let me ask you something. Do you think the because Drew, you're sort of like the quintessential twink, right? You're oh you're yeah. thin and you're blonde and. Pretty Thank like you. you're you're their official representative, right? Right. He's like the, yeah. the king yeah, of the I'm twinks. To, I'm going to the conference of the nations soon. Twink con. <laughs> yeah, to talk to talk about all things, you know, being like pretty and like super you, personable. Yeah. This may seem like a strange question, but do you think that because some guys have a fantasy where they just want to like find a twink and then fuck the shit out of him, and right. it probably leads to getting a lot of sex, but not necessarily that many people wanting a relationship because they're sort of objectifying you. It's more like they're into your type oh. than they are oh. specifically into you. That or am I just making that up? It pain to be objectified. Well, I would love it. Oh, um, wait, so what's your question? So do you think, <laughs> do you think that that comes into play? Do you think that being a twink, even though it leads to lots of great sex, might make it harder for you to have a relationship because people aren't really seeing past the twinkness. Kind of uh, like kind of like when someone's got a giant dick and everybody wants them just for their dick. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think the way I look is deterring people from wanting to be in a relationship with me. I think it's my personality. <laughs> <laughs> and what's wrong with the personality? I think you have a great well, personality. I mean, I think nothing, but I mean, some of my ex-boyfriends would say differently. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. I don't know. But to be honest, like, do you think you're a tough person to date? Um, like, like too beautiful. <sighs> yeah, hold on. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just like too fun and like pretty and like you said thin. Like, I'm just you know, people are just so intimidated by my beauty, they don't know what to do. Um, I mean, I kind of yeah. lived with you for a week in Florida, and I thought you were really easygoing and you know, just like fun to be around. I can't it see you like act. causing. A... <laughs> you were also stoned. You were also stoned yeah. and/or asleep like ninety yeah. percent of the time. I know it was almost like I was depressed. Um, I, no, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's so weird. I feel like I'm really like actually laid back and fun, but like you know, relationships are different. I feel like. Sometimes people's, like, feelings are just so fucking annoying, I can't even. Yeah. I hear you. Like, to be quite honest, like, my like when someone, like, when the last relationship I was in, like, full-blown relationship, like, whenever he was like, oh, can we, like, really, like, can we talk tonight and not, like, break up talk, just, like, talk, I'd be like, oh, no, like, what, we have to talk about our feelings tonight, like, what can we possibly have to talk about? Yeah, what is he, a lesbian? <laughs> well, that's what I mean, I'm, and not that, it's like, Oh, like, I don't know. And I just feel like, see, I feel like that's a misconception. I feel like you think like, oh, I'm dating another dude. So we can shut the fuck up about our every goddamn feeling. But instead, 
it's like like oh my god like call the girls i'm fucking sad again it's like oh no well what what is your dream man like if you could design your ideal boyfriend slash husband what would he be like 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 80 rich barely breathing (laughs) sorry adam adam's taken (laughs) oh how dare you i'm not rich no oh my god no i want what adam's having he looks amazing yeah, he's pretty good. But you have yeah. to wait till you're 50 to get him. It, that's how long it took me. Shit. Okay. Well, that's yeah. No, I mean, you seem are you you're, you seem like really in love. Are you really in love? I am very in love. Yeah. What's the secret? Well, I talk about his dick all the time, so that's a big part of it. He has a great dick. Um yeah. honestly, we just get along really well. We we enjoy being together. We have um so many of the same interests. We find the same things funny. We love the same music. Um, all the nerd well, that is so gay. <laughs> yeah, all the no, all, it sounds lovely. All yeah. the nerdy stuff that I find interesting, he finds interesting too. Like we're Aww. we're both like we're both nerds and we're both sluts, and that's a hard yeah. um, oh combination to find in someone. That's so amazing. So Drew, in the time remaining, um, I think we're gonna play Ask Me No Questions, but I'm gonna ask you the questions I was gonna ask Marvin Cortez. Bisexual, okay, bisexual model from America's Next Top Model. So most okay. of these most of these questions will not apply to you at all. Okay. <laughs> no, like, I can. Okay. No, but I've got it. I'm in character. So I want you to do an improv where you are a bisexual former America's Next Top Model contestant who doesn't follow directions uh, and doesn't call into podcasts when he's supposed to. Are you ready for this role? I'm so ready. Let's right, do it. Hit it, JB. Ask me no questions. Ask me no questions. Yeah. What's remember? He's bisexual. What's the sexiest yeah. part of a woman's body? Um, her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you most like about the pussy? Um, how cute it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what's the sexiest part of a man's body? Um, his nipples. <laughs> now, are you answering as Drew or as Marvin? As Marvin. <laughs> Marvin seems like a nipple in a pussy guy. <laughs> now, as Drew, what is your favorite part of a of a man's body? Um, I don't know. I feel like um, I mean, like dick, but that's like obvious. I yeah. really like like a hot like this is kind of weird, but I really like like a hot like back shoulders moment. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought I thought you were gonna say pacemaker, <laughs> pacemaker right? Because yeah. he's eighty. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, his Fitbit. I'm getting more and more into armpits. Yeah, armpits are really hot. Like a, a guy with a nice body, a, a well sculpted armpit that you know doesn't stink, uh, yeah. can be really hot. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna love this next question, Drew. You're yeah. from you're from the Bronx. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you betcha. <laughs> If someone's visiting New York, what spot in the Bronx should they most see? Oh, the zoo. (laughs) Can you name anything in the Bronx other than the Bronx Zoo? The Bronx Zoo in January is beautiful. (laughs) Um, uh... You can can watch the animals freeze to death. Yeah, they're so so happy to be there. Um, uh, Oh, uh, Yankee Stadium. (laughs) Is that in the Bronx? Uh, I think so. Does yeah, anyone in this room know? It's, it's up there. It's, yeah. it's between Harlem and the Bronx. It's right on the border. I would say Arthur Avenue, which Thank is where you go for, for all the authentic Italian food. 
exactly. Um, okay, Don't Marvin. Marvin. <laughs> Marvin, who is bisexual, who is your celebrity crush? Rihanna. Rihanna. See, that's a safe yeah. answer for anyone. Who wouldn't be in love yeah, with Rihanna? And also, she's so stunning. Can you believe how beautiful she looks? She's like the most beautiful woman. Um, okay, give us your uh, best. Like, good for you. Give us your best Tyra Banks impersonation. Oh, you're fired. <laughs> That's Donald Trump. <laughs> well, whatever. Tyra's, fam- Tyra's famous line is, "We were all rooting for you." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, well, actually, America's... Have you, like, rewatched America's Next Top Model? Because that's just fucking insane. Yeah, it's been a minute. She's like, today's challenge, you're going to be a bulimic, like, a biracial woman. <laughs> and the woman's, like, white and, like, four feet tall. She's like, okay. Uh, this is better than if we had had Marvin, don't you yeah, think? so much better. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Marvin, do you, en- do you enjoy getting head from 50-year-old podcasters? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. My favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. What's the best advice your mom ever gave you? Um, stop crying. You're not even gay. <laughs> what is the best advice your mom ever gave you? Like real? Advice. Yeah, yeah. What if I was like, "Stop crying, you're not even gay." Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Wow, that's a good question. Probably like, oh, she always. I mean, stop grabbing your dad's me. dick. Yeah. Oh, God. She shows. So she showed you how to douche properly. Yeah, yeah. Well, she did say well, one time. I did ask her. I was like, I was like, mom, like, um, I was like, what's anal sex? And she was like, oh, honey, just ouch. I was like, I "I can't wait to lose my virginity. (laughs) No, but for real, best advice that Mrs. Lausch. Um, She always says, "Yeah." She always says, "What's her name, by the way?" Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, Um, you'd actually love you and Cheryl would like be thick and thief. She she always says it's not advice. She always says, "Keep love, rock and roll." Wait, wait, you're you're moving or something? We can't. Yeah, you're breaking up. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, she always says peace, love, rock and roll. And that's kind of like, and it's not really advice, but it's like a way to live your life. And I've really lived my life by that. Okay. She sounds cool. Yeah. Your parents, your parents are kind of hippies, right? Yeah, they are. All right, Drew. Well, you've been a wonderful sport. We thank you for, uh, rescuing this train wreck. Uh, how, how can people follow you online and see you live? Um, so I'm at Real Drew Lausch on Instagram. I'm at Drew Lausch on TikTok. Um, and yeah, just follow me there and you'll see you'll see what crazy antics I'm up to. Your antics are so crazy and your videos are very funny. Thank you again. I love you. We'll have you in for oh, real sometime you, soon. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Yes. So lovely meeting you. Can't wait to visit you in London. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, baby. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye, Jamie. Bye. Jamie, you don't want people to follow you online, right? No, you need the attention. You need this. Well, and JB does too. So follow JB at StockingAnarchy12 on Instagram. Send me um, those dick pics. Thank you both so much. Damien, thanks for doing oh, this week and last pleasure. week. Thank you for having love. me. It's been pure joy. Uh, we are back again next week with Steve Cesaro in the co-host chair. And our special guest will be Byron Jamal, a.k.a. The Love Guru. 
Subscribe to this podcast at vnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Insta at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Leave those reviews. Leave those voicemails. Give us all the things. Have a great week, bitches. Bye. I'm going to go home and take a Xanax. <laughs>